I still remember it. I got this Father's Day card from the girls and it said, my dad loves his family. My dad is fit and healthy. My dad is neat and tidy. How bizarre. And I just remember opening this card and I was like, this is the identity I wanted to create and it's starting to trickle down to the kids. And that letter on Father's Day is by far the best thing I've ever achieved in my whole life, more than what I achieved in business, footy premises, running marathons, whatever. This week on the Fit Parent Playbook, Jason and DK unpack our top fitness takeaways and hacks so far, and we have a bit of a laugh at our own expense. Jason? DK, how you going, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Mate, guess what? What, DK? We have five episodes in already. Yes, I've noticed that, mm. and uh, that's pretty exciting and also surprising, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a bit shocked as well, mm. to be honest. I thought we'd get to two, but we've actually been having some really good feedback. But awesome. But a bit of the feedback is, Jace, people want to hear a little bit more from you or me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. I was a bit shocked mm. at that as well. So what I thought I'd do is I've taken out some takeaways that yes. our guests have given us and we've Good taken idea. a bit of a break from the guests this mm-hmm. week and you and I are going to discuss those takeaways in depth because I mm. think before we get a guest on all the time, we're going to lose a few of those messages of our first five yeah. guests. So. Good idea to review them. So we're going to recap all of them, mate. So you ready? I'm going to tick it off with hang our on, first. Hang on, mate. Um, before we get into them, yeah. I just want to say a big thank you to you. Oh, thank you to you, Jase. Oh, Cheers, no, mate. No, no. Obviously, uh, you know, I've had a new b- newborn lately, so... I have had a little bit less time uh, to get involved with the podcast and you've really stepped up in regards to uh, your beautiful voice, first of all, and then also uh, in terms of the editing. So, you know, just to say a little thank you to you, uh, I've just put this little package together. Oh, Jase, you didn't have to do that, mate. That's uh, that's very kind of you. Well, we'll see if uh, you think it's kind. Uh, Well, I've put together, it's called uh, DK's Greatest Hits. Already you've got a Greatest Hits package from the first... uh, couple of podcasts um you're full of wisdom so let's get into them oh, well i'm very touched jace mm. um yeah all right well uh yeah you can press play and i'd love to listen to them here we go i can wake early but this I is this scary so jace it's not my me phone, no, just wait just wait dk listen to a podcast okay. like tv's not really my thing but i love hearing stories and all these sorts yeah. of things and then i'm like crap it's like eight o'clock and i'm just sat in bed not doing anything mm. and then i'll go to a coffee shop and go have a coffee. How do you get to the coffee shop? Well, I'll, it's just across the road. Okay. I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. No, no, look, Jace. only being silly like that, you know, that's just taking the piss a bit. But uh, have a listen to this one. You've given some really good advice here. Mm, right, though. But I think y- your issue is... Oh, yeah, obviously, you mentioned good, the good daughter advice, yeah, well. okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big dawdler. You're a big dawdler. Yeah. Would, would you ever rock up to work and dawdle? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> again, like, you know, again, on fire. Time, man. Oh, like, yeah. Hang on, what about this one? Oh, 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 so. oh, there goes that <laughs> yeah, nearly, nearly got her, eh? Nearly got her. Maybe next time, DK. Maybe next time. This is a stitch up, isn't it? Jess? All right, let's go again. Oh, what have we got? What have you got for me? This is embarrassing. Here I am putting in all this effort for us. Does the doctor prescribe me a remote? Do you know what uh, you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a horse? <laughs> no, that's ketamine. Uh, that close. <laughs> close, <laughs> close mate. So fun, but no. <laughs> oh, so I don't know my drugs, Jace. Yeah, nearly there. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. 
What about um, having a bit of a crack at a single mum oh, going to bed Jace. late? <laughs> I actually remember this yeah. one. Jace, you're, you're a prick. What have we got? You're a prick, Jace. I can't believe you put this on. But tell me what you're doing from the hours of 9 <laughs> to 11. Well, you know, and, that, and I was thinking this because um, last night, oh. why am I... It is often cleaning up. <laughs> oh, she's not on her PlayStation, mate. I try and clean as I go so that it's all happening. But <gasps> oh, you know, what are you doing? Put that single mum out there again. Oh, but yeah, when you're putting yeah. someone to bed, no one's Just cleaning and crap. tidying and putting dishes away and putting <laughs> yeah. washing on. So there is an element of that. Oh. No, well done. And uh, finally, your uh, introduction of our uh, first AFL star. No, I'm thinking growing up. Oh no! Because you were recruited from Sturt, I'd imagine you were a bit of a. Eastern suburbs, private school boy. Yeah, private school. I'm thinking super fit. You know the six foot yeah, yeah. tall Jace, the school captain, captain yeah, of every uh, state team, good at every sport. The bloke everyone wanted to be. Am I right, Tomo? Uh Unfortunately, mate, complete opposite. Judge the book by its cover, there, mate. Oh no. Well, you had a bit of fun there, didn't you, Jase? Yeah. You, well, you really enjoyed that. So you're all a this, pretty easy target, mate, to be honest. All this extra work I've been doing yeah. for you and me, and this is how you're paying me. Well, like I said, you're an easy target. You need to uh, get your quality up. Mate, can we get into the takeaways now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What we'll do, as I said before, before Jase decided to embarrass me to all our listeners, is we're going to listen to our top five takeaways so far, and we're just going to discuss them a little bit further. So here's our first takeaway. I did do when I was pregnant was buy a treadmill. It was the best investment. Yeah, I right. used to call it my second baby. Yeah. Um, so I just knew no matter what, when he'd have day sleeps or mm. um, or even now when like before school and we're just sitting around and think, well, I can go for a run. I still mm. don't sort of feel too comfortable leaving him at home on his own. So I just know that no matter what the weather, what Louis is doing, I've got an opportunity to be able to exercise if yeah. I want to. Yeah, that was a very good takeaway, that one there. Mm. That was from Kelly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. Yeah, it was. And so her idea was she bought a treadmill because she was really into it running. Yeah. So she knew whenever Louis was having a nap or if he'd gone to sleep or she could wake up early. Yeah. She's a single mother, so she could exercise mm. any time of the day. Yeah, that's right. Still maintain her running, which was, you know, really important to her. Mm. Um, and uh, whether it's uh, wet, cold outside, obviously you don't want to take your kid out when it's raining and so forth. So, yeah, really good uh, solution for that problem. Yeah, So and there's a few options there, Jace. One, you can see if a treadmill is going to work for you for a couple of reasons. One, you can you can hire a treadmill yep. as well. So, like, you don't have to make that initial purchase mm. of, you know, $1,500, $2,000. You can hire one for, say, 20 $30 bucks, um, a fortnight just to see if it's something that you're actually going to use before investing in it. Yep. The other thing is you don't necessarily need a treadmill. No. You made a really good point after that, that you can just buy those bands from Big W. What are they? Seven, eight yeah, bucks? Yeah, that's right. Something yeah. like that. A couple of uh, workout bands, um, even some, you know, if you want light dumbbells or kettlebells. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, you don't even need that. You can do a lot of body weight workouts. You can find them on YouTube. And as a matter of fact, we're going to put a 15-minute workout on YouTube. So there'll be a link in the show notes today that will send you to that 15-minute workout where you can do basically anywhere, anytime. Yeah, and I think that's a, a really key point. Like just keep the, try to keep those workouts short so, you know, you can put the TV on for the kids, for instance, and, you know, put Paw Patrol on or put, mm. put something on, quickly go into another room, 
do a quick 15-minute workout and move on. So I thought that yeah. was a really good takeaway. And that's another good point. I think it's got to be easy to do. Absolutely. If you've got to set up, you know, your TV for the first time, if you don't have the link, it's gonna you're just going to go, nah, it's too hard. Same with workout gear. If it's not ready, if you're not prepared, you're not going to do it. So make it as easy as possible. Remove as many obstacles as you can. Yeah, love that one. Thanks for that one, Kelly. We'll move on to the next takeaway something's better than nothing you know that sort of because I went for a long time having to do the hour like I felt like I had to put so many so much time into it whereas I think look let's just squeeze Mm. 20 minutes in 30 minutes sometimes that will blow out to an hour anyway but if it's just starting with something that's a bit easier that you enjoy you generally end up doing more um so I think just Yeah. yeah starting small um doesn't have to be much and I think I'm getting being a bit kinder to myself in that space to go that's okay and so yeah, I think that's a little takeaway that I'm trying to work on a little bit now as well. Yeah, is that something's better than nothing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually heard a really good quote during the week which mm-hmm. probably sums that up and it's uh, going for a 20-minute walk is better than a 4K run that you couldn't be bothered doing. Yeah. 100% there, hey. Like I think one of the biggest points out of that is walking. Mm-hmm. Walking can be done basically anytime, anywhere and uh, that's just a great start you don't have to run you don't have to do weights just getting out there and going for a walk is a perfect start yeah i think one of the other real points out of that is there's a pearl of wisdom there jace Mm. that you could have used in that initial introduction of me but you've decided to absolutely stitch me up haven't you pretty much what's that dk yeah the pearl of wisdom was your quote a 20 minute walk is better than a 4k run that it is you couldn't be bothered doing it is isn't it i think yeah there was um a great takeaway from Johan uh, last week, actually, mm. Jace, where he, the extent that his wife went to 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 keep her walking streak going, she yep. walked up and down the hallway. Yeah, what was it, a twenty meter hallway? She mm. walked up and down it two or three hundred times just mm. to keep her walking streak mm. alive. And I think we really do underestimate um, how important walking is, and even just you know getting into a habit or a routine of after dinner. Going for a 20-minute walk yep, makes perfect. a massive difference. Yeah, so. and same going to the gym. Like, you know, once you get in there, you're always going to not just – you're not going to do one set and then walk out. So hmm. just going to the gym, rocking up, I think, is the biggest challenge. And like I said before, if you remove as many obstacles as possible, um, you just get in the gym and you're always going to do a little bit more than you thought you would. So something is way better than nothing. Absolutely. And, and that's something that I employ in my running as well, Jason. So there's days that I can't be bothered running. And one thing that I do is I say, you know what? You're just going to go out for 20 minutes, right? And just get to that 20-minute mark. And I know as soon as I get to the 20-minute mark, I've broken through and I'm good to go and I'll I'll end up going for an hour. So just get out there, get moving. Perfect. All right, next takeaway, mate. Back to the question I asked you, like how do you want to see, like what's your identity in regards to that My identity. How would you see yourself? What would you want your identity to be in an ideal world? How do you want Zephyr to view you? Absolutely love this one, Jace. This is one of my biggest things is identity. And uh, it's it's something that actually changed me as a person. So as we explained in the first episode, about three years ago was when I started to really get back into my health and fitness. And one thing for me, it was just about losing weight and looking good. And I did that purely on calories in versus calories out. And it really wasn't healthy Mm. how I went about it. So what I was doing is, you know, I'd go for a, a five or six K run so I could drink 20 beers on a Sunday yeah. afternoon yeah. and still be under calories. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, what sort of an example am I setting for my mm. kids here? 
is yeah. this how I want them to see me? Would I be proud of them if they were pretty much starving themselves so they can drink beers? Yeah. And it was a book I read, or listened to, called Atomic Habits, yeah. um, which I'd highly recommend anyone listens to, hmm. at creating an identity. And the identity that I wanted to create wasn't that I looked good. It was that I am a healthy person. And yep. then that changed everything for me. So my mindset wasn't I want to look fit. It is I want to be healthy. Right. So, and, so that was your identity back then? You just wanted a certain look? Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, 100%. Because, um, uh, you know, I'd been overweight for, for a few years mm. and I wanted to get back to, you know, how I looked when I was playing footy. And I thought that that would be a good example yep. for my children. But there was something missing for you. Absolutely. Yep. And what that was, that was about me changing how I viewed things. So, for instance, I changed my goal from I wanted to run a marathon to I want to become a runner. Hmm. And then that changed my identity. My, I changed my thinking from I want to be fit to I want to be healthy. And then that changed my food choices. And that's when I started eating a lot more vegetables and, and I actually started to have an influence on my kids. And I think I've told this story before, but and there was a time where I gave up sugar, I still have, and... Asha was eating an ice cream, was mm. dripping all over her hand, and I said to her, uh, "You better lick that up, or I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have it." And she said, "No, you won't, Dad. Uh. I know you don't eat sugar." And then that's when I thought, "Geez, this identity thing—it's yeah. actually starting to trickle onto the kids." And then I thought, "You know what? I wonder if I could change another aspect of my life, and mm. I wonder if that would influence the kids." So what I did is I said to the girls, "Girls, you know, Dad is terrible at keeping his car clean." Yeah. I need your help to keep the car, the car clean. I want to be a neat and tidy person. Yeah. And I started making that a part of my identity. And I still remember I got this Father's Day card from the girls and it said, my dad loves his family. My dad is fit and healthy. My dad is neat and tidy. How good is that? And I just remember opening this card and I was like, this is the identity I wanted to create mm. and it's starting to trickle down to the kids and that letter on father's day is by far the best thing i've ever achieved in my whole life more than what i achieved in business mm. footy premises running marathons whatever that one father's day card means so much to me because yeah. it's the identity that i wanted to create yeah and i suppose that's one thing i use pretty much every day and i say would i want my children to be doing what i'm doing right now mm. so if you're you know, it's 9.30 at night, you're going to watch a movie and you're sitting down with a block of chocolate and a tub of ice cream. Would you want your children yep. to, to be doing that? Would you let your children do that yeah. at 9.30 at night? Yeah. No way. So I think the identity thing is is so huge. And I know you're big on it, Jay. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, it is about changing your own beliefs, about your self-belief and I suppose how people um, judge you, even though they might mm. not know you, they, they still do have an assumption about who you are and yeah. like like i said to you previously before um when we we're off the podcast so like i cannot imagine you going out and getting pissed i'd be like is dk okay yeah i'd literally be going mate are you all right because mm. this is not who you are so it's a perfect example and i think um one of the things you know people sort of struggle when when we ask them you know what's your identity it doesn't have to be so complex it just needs to decide who the person you'd like to be so, for example, you know, you're a fit and healthy person. Um, it might be, yeah, you're a clean and tidy person. It might be, I want to, you know, get strong. I want to be a strong person in yeah. regards to physical. 
And then from there, it's about getting small wins. So for you, um, it might be, you know, cleaning your car every Sunday. Just yeah. you know, And each Sunday it might get less and less because you're maintaining it. Um, if you want to be a, a person who, you know, write, is a writer, it might be about, you know, becoming a person that writes a thousand words every day. And then small wins will be, a, you know, a paragraph every week because it's a lot smaller and a lot more achievable, whereas writing a thousand words a day is like, oh, my God. Correct. So, yeah, coming up with like writing one paragraph each day this week, that's a small win and that's going to keep creating that identity as we go along. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's why Jason and I are so big on the identity thing. Think about what you want to be seen as, not just by your children, but by everyone yeah. in the outside. And, you know, like I said, I think to um, Kerry, it's about, okay, what decisions do I make based off my identity? Like you said before, um, in regards to the chocolate and ice cream, would this person actually make this choice right now? What yeah. would this healthy... Um, and fit person do they wouldn't put themselves in that position yeah what would uh, someone a clean and tidy person do with their car right now well they'll clean it yeah that's it it's that simple mm. all right we'll move on to the next takeaway oh it's probably uh it's already been said a few times um and it's the theme of today is, is about reaching out and and finding it might be one person or it might be a group of people or it might be a footy club or a netball club or or anything mm. um Find that that group and network that will assist you in in improving or going to that next level or or just improving one aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so have a think, sit in the couch and and have a think about who that might be or yeah. what group that might be, and and I encourage you to um to reach out to them straight away. I think that is probably the best takeaway we've ever got. To be honest with you, Jason. Not bad, TK. Yeah, no, it's very good. Love that one, mate, the yeah. reaching out. No, it's really good. I think um, the perfect example is, okay, I want to get fit and so forth. Like what is going to be more effective with adherence? Is it going to, you know, a big box gym where you're just a number? Like you know, let's say a 24-7. Yeah, it's um, more convenient, but why would you keep rocking up? Yeah. Um, if you're training, you know, like you, you boys do with mates, it's the same time every morning. It's fun. There's a bit of banter. Mm. You feel like you're part of a basically a group or a club. It's going to be a lot more effective. There's there's accountability between each other. Um, you probably feel like you're letting each other down, and you give each other a bit of shit. Yeah. Um, same with sporting clubs. Same with uh, also joining. You know, one of those uh, smaller gyms, which has a bit more of a community involved. Definitely way more effective. Just choosing your environment a bit better. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a gym, Jason. No. Like it, you could just reach out to say someone that lives around the corner from you. So, yeah. um, I know, for instance, my neighbour reached out to me. Yeah, he just came up to me. He's like, "I see you guys are training every morning. Yeah. You're into your running. Like, can, can I join in?" And yeah. I, and I think it's a matter of just being inclusive as well. Hundred percent. And I think that the other one that you see a lot of now is the running groups. Yep. Yep. Um, that are free and they just meet. You know, let's say a Friday morning. Another one is that, that what's that, Salty Sips? Salty Sips. Yeah, and another there, one, yeah. people keep going because it's a community yeah. um, and it's something different and there's a group. Yeah. That's going to be more effective. I'll meet you at the gym by yourself. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, and there's, there's also other sorts of groups that you can think outside the square. I know one thing my wife does really well is she loves a walk after school drop-off. Yeah. Okay, so it's 
drop drop the kids off. Mm. There might be another mum there that she sees. What are you up to now? Do you want yep. to go for a quick walk and a coffee? Yep. And, you know, you tie that in with what Johan was saying last week that, you know, when you go and get a coffee with a friend, yeah. why don't you go for a walk, rather, get a takeaway coffee rather yep. than just sitting there and talking? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one for parents. Like you just sit there and stare at each other's babies. We will stare yeah. at each other's babies and go for a walk. Absolutely. Yeah. But awesome. I think I think the reaching out one is think about who you can reach out to mm. if you need some help with your fitness. But also if you are right into your fitness, Think about someone that you could reach out to that yep. might need a hand yep. with their fitness as well because they probably want to reach out to you mm. but they might be a little bit scared. Yeah, and it's a pretty rewarding sort of like a event, isn't it, which you would have found out lately. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, hearing um, Adam Thompson speak a yeah. couple of weeks ago and saying how it's completely changed his life mm. because he made one text message to a, to a mutual friend. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, love that one. Make sure if you're sitting there and you're thinking, who can I reach out to? Write a list down. Write yeah. four or five people and just get in contact with them. Just do it. Nothing yeah. to lose. Nothing to lose. All right, we'll move on. I think if you push for time, it's just to find that little bit, you know, even if it's walking around the block with mm-hmm. the little ones, like even when Ash and them were little, mm. we would just say, let's walk around the small block, which yeah. is only 600. You could extend it to 1K, yeah. but let's go for one loop mm-hmm. just to get them out the house. They've been in the house all day playing. They're starting to fight. Yeah. Things are going fair-shaped yeah. at home. Yeah. Let's just go for a walk. Yeah. Um, so I think there's, you know, 24 hours sounds a lot. And I know sometimes you push for time. But I'm sure everyone can find 5, 10, 15 minutes just to get the routine going. I think that's the, the biggest thing. And Yeah, I love that one from Johan both of the... If the kids are at home all day, why not just take the whole family out for a yeah. walk? Yeah, I think think that's a massive one. And the kids, they actually love it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like take them out on their bikes, take the dog out. I know you uh, want your kids asking for a dog. Yeah, we're bribing them at the moment. Yeah. We said once they get themselves ready for school and breakfast and all good to go, yeah. brush their own Mow hair. the lawns, clean Mow the, the house. Kid. Yeah, absolutely. Clean once, the house. Yeah, I'll just keep moving the goalposts <laughs> on them, but that's okay. But, uh, you know, Kelly said it as well that um, she walks her parents' dog with her son, Louis. Yep. Um, get the kids involved. Don't get caught in the trap of, oh, we're at home, we've got the kids. Yep. Get them involved with you. And it can be as simple as after dinner every mm. night, we're going for a 20-minute walk. Yeah, that's an awesome habit. You can walk them down to the playground. You can let the kids play on the playground and walk laps of the oval with your partner or by yep. yourself. So I think that, that that's a really, really good one, that. Just yeah, get out. That. Yeah, And um, again, Jace, walking. Walking? It's, it's where the, it's at? It is, absolutely. Get the step count up. It's yep. such an easy thing to do. All right, the, another one. I love those two takeaways that you're giving us, which is actually three takeaways. So yeah. we're going to start, Bonus, mate. Yeah, Bonus. start with communication. I think that's a key. Have a chat. Self-evaluate yourself. Use your buckets theory. Yeah. What was our third takeaway, Jace? Uh, communicate with our partner, DK. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one yeah. from you, Jace. Self-evaluation. Third one was try something. Oh, Just try, try something, something yeah. this week. Okay. Try, try something that is achievable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. what I mean, something uh, like a walk. Yeah. And maintain that for a couple of weeks. So I walked three walks and then the next week I'm like, God, I'm doing four, I'm doing longer, I might run, walk. Yeah. Um, and then adding something into our nutrition. 
Yeah, love that one from the great Jason just, Wagner. Uh, I was just reiterating how important communication is, DK. Yeah, mm. well, absolutely it is. And I also think you were off about 10 minutes sleep that night before nah, we recorded that one. 12. Um, but that, yeah, there was a couple of really good takeaways you gave there. And we'll go back to your buckets theory in a second. But mm. one thing you did, you said, was try something and yep. try something achievable. Now, this is something that I'm massive on. And I think I've spoken to you about it personally, Jason, in, in terms of diet. It's something that I continue to change. And how this came about for me is I actually suffered from migraines. Yep. So I had to see a specialist and he said he wanted me to cut things out of my diet slowly until we find what the trigger is. We thought it was red wine. We thought yep. it was bananas, to be honest. Turns out it was actually dairy. Right. Okay. So and went, so I cut dairy out altogether and I started to feel amazing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something else here. So that's when I cut out meat from my diet. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I feel amazing. So I cut out meat, uh, cut out dairy. I felt amazing. I was like, you know what? If I give up seafood and eggs here... I'm pretty much vegan. So I gave up seafood and eggs and guess how I felt, Chase? <laughs> oh, no, crap. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I felt crap. So I was I put, like, oh, no. So I put them back into my diet. Yeah. But it was through experimenting that I actually found a diet that worked for me. And yep. it's it's not just a one-size-fits-all fits thing. Yep. And it can be either cutting something out. I know you're really big on putting something into your diet as yep. well. So it's a matter of just trying trying things, but try it one at a time. I didn't just say, that's it, I'm going vegan, right? Mm. So I cut out dairy, then I cut out meat, and then I cut out, you know, seafood and eggs, and then I put it back in. It's a matter of experimenting. Yep. After you did this, one thing I always wanted to experiment with was intermittent fasting. Now, I've got a bit of an interesting fact about intermittent fasting, Jess. Looking forward to this, DK. So, so what do you know about it? Have you heard of that? There's meant to be a 16-hour fast well, and an eight-hour... Eight there are win. different forms. So, there's 16 and eight. There's 20 and four. There's, you know, there's all different ones. Do you know 16 and eight is the most common? And do you know how it was mm. actually discovered, the no. 16 and eight? Mm. Yeah. So, it's pretty interesting. So, they did the test on mice. Right. Originally. Good. And the issue with the mice is that they would hide... The food. Ah, save it. Yeah, they'd save it. So what they had to do is they had to supervise the mice. Hmm. And the only way they could do this was to get an intern in to supervise the mice. 24-7. No, but the intern could only work eight hours. Oh, I have heard this story actually. Yeah, Yeah, right. So the intern, it was actually the significant other of the intern that would only allow her to work eight hours. So that's how the 16-hour fast yeah. began because they could only have this intern watch it for eight hours right but what i've learned through trialing it myself is because i eat a lot of vegetables they're digested a lot quicker so for me a 12 hour fast seems to work a mm-hmm. lot better um because by the 16 hours when you uh, when you say work what does that mean uh so i suppose i feel a lot better mm. after that probably between the 12 to 13 hour 12, probably 12 to 14 hours, I feel really, really good. Right. At the 14 hour, I start to feel really hungry and I start to get a bit cranky. Yeah. Right. But between that 12 and 14 hours, like if I go for a run then, everything just seems to be perfect. Like I'm in my ideal spot, my heart rate's really low and mentally I'm in a, a really, really good spot. Um, so that's something that's worked for me, but that's something that I'm just trialing and, and yep. I love that takeaway. Just try something. A lot of people think, oh, I've got to go on diets and that. I don't really call them diets. I think it's more experimenting. And I yeah. like experimenting with my body and seeing how I feel and, and seeing 
the best that I can get out of my body. Yeah, so. uh, look, yeah, that's a good point. And I think um, back to the try something, I think it's really about trying something that's achievable, like you said, making mm. small changes. And, you know, with if that's with exercise, it's back to the walking thing. It might be three 20-minute walks, yeah. something that's achievable, something that's easy, something that you can see yourself doing in five, ten years. Yeah. I think that's really the basis of where you should be making these decisions. Can you see yourself training this way, eating this way, long term? Yeah. And if you can't, well, why? What's the point? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now the buckets theory that went absolutely mad, Jace. I just love you to recap that for us again. Doesn't have to be as long as last time, but I just know so many people got so much out of it, and people just talk to me about buckets randomly. Buckets. Yeah, yes, on uh, the street. Like between you and me, mate, someone uh, rang me up and cancelled their uh, gym membership based off the buckets podcast. No way. Yeah, so uh, we'll probably go out of business. So we'll just cut it from there. Okay. But uh, no, look, the buckets is about. Uh, understanding uh balance in your life that really there is uh never balance but what we do have control of is where our energy is actually spent um like i said in the theory there's probably around five to eight different buckets everyone's going to be different but there are some core ones being relationships financial career um family physical health mental health and so forth so um as we discussed previously you're not uh, able to spread all this uh, energy evenly across all. So you can't have all these buckets full at once. It's uh, not really possible. And I think one of the biggest hurdles we have is expecting us to be full in every bucket. It's just not realistic. So if you can understand that straight up, you're probably going to feel better about things. And then from there that we have different chapters in life that are going to have different uh, levels of buckets. So right now for me, easy example is I'm going to have more time, more water in the uh, family bucket. Um, and probably less in, you know, the fun or the entertainment or even like career, for example, if I was mm. in a different business, but looking at spending more time in my career, being a bit wiser now, that one would probably be a little bit lower. Yeah. So understanding that they change, you know, you know, your kids go to school, so then you can probably train more. Your kids go to school, you can spend more time in your career and so forth. So I think, like I said, the biggest thing is understanding that they do move up and down. But have a bit of an assessment and go, all right, how's my relationship bucket going right now? Is it pretty empty? Um, Why is it empty? What can I do about it? Same with the fitness thing. Where's all your time being spent? If it's all at work and there's none in the fitness and health, well, something, if you want it to change, probably should. Yeah. Yeah, I love that buckets theory, mate. Now, there's actually one more, Jace. Sorry, I thought there was only a few. Here we go. Just stitch up. Nah, nah, I wouldn't stitch you up. No. Hold it against each other. I think that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty bad with um, oh, the old fuck. dishwasher. I hate <laughs> unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, I just despise it. Okay. And it's literally like <sighs> something I'll hold a tally on. Okay. Like I've done the last four. Why haven't you done one? I, and well, we just need just to start a good question. Jason. <laughs> so your wife, let's just recap that. Your wife's just had a baby and you have a crack at it. Not sorry, married yet, DK. Sorry, mate. I'm just trying to that's get right. you over the line there, Claire. Um oh. She has just had a baby. She's in hospital and you're upset no. that she hasn't unpacked the dishwasher. She, Clarify that for me. She, she wasn't in hospital. 
and I wasn't upset. It was uh, more around my personal feelings towards unloading uh, no. the dishwasher. That, that's not how I heard it, and uh, a lot of the listeners were the same. Really? Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Who? No. No, there is none. <laughs> no, but, no but, one cares. But uh, no, people do get. They actually want to know the dishwasher count. I actually regularly get that question. Well, like, I, I don't count it anymore. Remember that was oh, well one done. of my goals is to change that behaviour. But I still do it more, and that that's okay. I can mm. accept that. She's um, you know. Got her hands full with Ivy and so do I, but I, I don't mind. I just do it quick now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Half-assed job or? Well, you can't unload it half-assed, can you? Oh, well, you can, you know. You're not leave, dry. Uh, leave some of it in there. Well, you know, maybe not dry them as well. Mm. I don't know. Dry, hang on. Dry them after the dishwasher. Yeah, well, if it's just out the cycle, Jace, no. like, sometimes they're a little bit wet or oh, you just well, let them sit go, in there for an hour str- or no, so. they go straight in the drawers. <laughs> Uh, all good, mate. Well, look, I really appreciate discussing those uh, takeaways. It was a good one. And we have a very special guest next week, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to. Yeah, can't wait. All right, mate. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and like us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.